You're listening to a Dulahan Productions podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Dams are sometimes naturally made, and others are man-made. What happens when man builds a dam on what is said to be land cursed by Native Americans? Let's find out as we investigate the Hell's Bar Dam in Guild, Tennessee. So pull up a chair, join the circle, and let's introduce ourselves in this weekly meeting of Alcoholic Anomalies. I'm your host, Jason Sparks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-star, Bobby Strickland. So Bobby, what do you think about that intro? Well, um, you told me that it was going to be a little different mm-hmm. when you first told me. Mm-hmm. And I think you really just came up with this episode just to try to see if I would cuss. <laughs> That's I want to see how many out. times I can get you to say damn. So, but <laughs> funny story, uh, this was actually recommended to us by some of our, our beautiful, lovely listeners. So, Wow. They, uh, so they know, huh? They're like, hey, this guy doesn't cuss ever. We're going to make a cuss this episode. <laughs> well, this is a very interesting place, but maybe there's some subliminal tendencies here, you know. Hmm. Now I got to find out who recommended it. You go to their house. <laughs> like, hey, you, don't do that. <laughs> now they'll just keep recommending more stuff like that. Like, when will it end? <laughs> please stop please stop and so also kind of a a side tangent we're back we uh took a little bit of a break bobby and i have been extremely busy bobby moving to a different state and me doing some renovations on my current house getting ready for for a new roommate and everything so here we are we're back baby can't find out that haunted place (laughs) yeah yeah We'll uh, we'll see how long it lasts before you start hearing creaks in the night at your place. I'm, I'm sure I won't. Yeah, you never know. I'm I'm almost positive I won't. <laughs> I'm breaking the curse. I left it in Paducah. If if you hear anything though, you can just be like, "Yeah, it was my neighbors." That's true. <laughs> I'm on the second floor now, so I'm like, "Hey, not used to having like people above me or below me." Uh... <laughs> exactly, you're set. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Absolutely. So Bobby, without further ado, so construction began on Hell's Bar Dam in 1905 to correct the flow of a hazardous part of the river just south of Chattanooga. Thousands of employees were needed to work on the dam, and as a, as a result, worker villages were made on both sides of the river. Since these two villages were separated, a tunnel was made under the river that was two and a half feet wide and six and a half feet tall. I'm claustrophobic enough. That's about to happen. Yeah, imagine going under a river through a man-made tunnel that is that cramped and is dark and wet. Uh, well, <laughs> it it reminds me of like the cave divers, except you don't have to squeeze through a little bitty hole to start out with. But yeah, screw that. I'm not doing it. 
They can yeah. have all that they want. They can have all the adrenaline pumping that they want. I will watch you from afar. <laughs> I and feel like see if you ever make it out. My fear every time I'd go into that tunnel is today's going to be the day that it caves in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they have support teams and stuff down there, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was some, you know, air of caution to make sure it didn't cave in. But, hey, things happen. Is the tunnel still there? Is the question. What happened to it? Well, the dam was made, and so the upkeep of the tum- tunnel is no longer made. I was going to say, well, it caved in. Uh, <laughs> so there is rumor that it did cave in and actually killed a few children, but that is not confirmed. That's not here or there, you know? <laughs> yeah. eh, it never happened. Swing and a miss. I mean, it's early 1900s or AKA 19,000s. I mean, you know, what's a death certificate? Never heard of it. What's it to you? What's it to you? So the dam was intended to be completed in only two years after construction began. However, several setbacks caused the dam to not be completed till 1913. The dam was a half mile long and 63 feet tall. So you quadrupled the time it was originally supposed to take to build it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Well, just yeah, we get done two years, eight years later. Yeah, we just got done. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure plenty of people lost their jobs. Over there. <laughs> so the worst of the setbacks faced was in 1911 when water damaged the dam along with destroying several other bridges meant for pedestrian crossing as well as train bridges. So, you know, an understandable setback that you would face when building a dam. Um, but... I'm sure that the project managers were always thinking, well, we were supposed to be done by now, you know, so. Trying to think. This is 1905, 1913. Mm-hmm. Before the Depression. Mm-hmm. Before World War One, Before World War I, but only, what, 40 years after the Civil War? Yeah, around that time frame. Okay, okay, okay. You're in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of those railroads and stuff they're still having to try to fix from the Civil War. Uh, that, I would like, have to imagine hindered. that there are plenty of bridges that were probably just still destroyed. And that's what I'm saying. Like that might have hindered supplies getting to Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. Because Chattanooga is kind of like almost dead center of like all the Confederate states, right? So, who do you think Atlanta was destroyed, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, Chattanooga's only, like, what, two hours to Atlanta? Yeah, it's not too far. far. So, I mean, that's what my theory would be, why it took so long, is that, I mean, yes, it's 40 years later, but it's going to take more than 40 years to repair all that stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, you had the the setback of the constant flooding. It's already a very hazardous spot on the uh, the river that you're trying to build this dam on, and then, like you said, the supply chain issues that you probably also faced. See, <laughs> so Bobby, you can also imagine that safety was not a large concern in the early 1900s as it is today. Although, about was a big thing back then. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> although the total fatality count cannot be confirmed, there is documentation of one man being killed by a boiler explosion. Two men met their demise as a derrick fell on top of them. One man was even pulled under the water by a rope and was not able to be rescued in time. And yeah, of course, with a number of dams, there have been cases of workers falling into the liquid concrete while it is still being poured, sinking further into the mix with no way of escape in many of these instances. You hear stories that the workers who are pouring the concrete were told to keep pouring because that worker that fell in was as good as dead the second he hit the liquid concrete. Hmm, so... <laughs> was no uh, siren that went off, huh? Like, hey, get out. <laughs> nope. Nope. You fall in the concrete, you're there. Sweet. Yeah, because even though it's it's concrete, I mean, it still has such a viscosity that you're still going to plummet deeper into it. And there's no way to swim up it because of its viscosity. And there's no true way to get that person out. Hmm. And that's that. why the safety harness was invented. Did you know? Did you know <laughs> that if you fall with a safety harness on, you're not supposed to use that safety harness again? That's true. Did you also know that um, in in Hispanic legend of the Will of the Wisp that uh, it was old witches? Um, that's from an episode that we recorded that is not airing, so I'm going to make that joke. Um, <laughs> so, Bobby, to discuss some of the lesser confirmed deaths, we have the project engineer of the dam whose name is Guild, died of an ear infection while the dam was being constructed, and even one of the hails was believed to have been ran over on the train tracks. Wait, he was ran over on the train tracks? He was ran over on the train tracks. So, you know, one of the the people whose family the dam is named after, and the project manager who the small town in Tennessee is named after, both of them had very uneventful or un unwarranted deaths <laughs> i mean okay let's be honest here i don't think an ear infection is very eventful oh come on that's pretty eventful for the day <laughs> when is when's the last time if ever you've heard of someone dying from an ear infection well you see there was this one person from uh, mississippi um and <laughs> I mean, with Mississippi's name and convention, I believe that's a real place. <laughs> yeah, so um, they went swimming one time. Mm -hmm, a bunch of water got in their ear. Got infected. And they went to the doctor. Tried to get a shot for it. And they said, no, we need to amputate the ear. And they said, no, I want a shot. They gave him the shot. The shot was ineffective. The infection ended up growing into the brain, which eventually killed the guy. Hmm, nice. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I've never heard of anybody dying from an ear infection. Yeah, um, I was about to say, I highly <laughs> imagine they would not try and amputate the ear because that's not where the infection truly is. No, it's no, no. The skull. It, it's part of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So along with workplace accidents, there are accounts of murders being, taking place in the worker villages along with several shootings. And one man was even killed with a heavy bench. Wait, what'd you say? One man was even killed with a heavy bench. A heavy bench. 
They said binge. I'm like, what was he doing? Drinking? <laughs> I'm sure there was plenty of that, but no, someone was, you know, vindictive enough to pick up a bench that you sit on and kill a man with it. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. Whenever whenever I read that, I was like, is that some sort of tool or, or something that I don't know about? And as I, I dived a little deeper, it was like, nope, he was killed with a bench that people sit on and i was like okay cool sweet that's aggressive <laughs> yeah to put it lightly yeah i mean there's a lot of ways to kill a person but i don't think picking up a say a park bench comes to mind yeah no no i can't I can't say it does Mm-mm. you know i mean even out of all the the weapons in, in gta 5 games like that not once have i came across park bench Yes, came across a fire truck. Whoop, 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 whoop. Fire truck, whoop, whoop. <laughs> so right after its completion date, the dam was, of course, the most technological advanced dam at the time. However, a team of workers were hired on a constant basis to plug holes that were surfacing throughout the dam. And these individuals at the time were making $1 a day, which at the time, that was big money. And all they did was plug holes all day long. I wouldn't want that job. I mean, it's good money, though. Hazard pay, all that. Hazard pay and all that. I wouldn't want it still. (laughs) Out of the fear one one day that dam's just going to... One wrong move, one wrong hole to plug, and you're just, you know, gone with the wind. Or gone (laughs) with the river. You and those, those thousands of tons of concrete are gone down the river. Yeah, never be seen again. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, you're gone. Gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. RIP. <laughs> so the dam was originally constructed by the Tennessee Electric Power Company until TVA? the Tennessee Nope. Uh uh-uh, uh. Until the Tennessee Valley Authority acquired all of their facilities in nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, there you go, TVA. They bought them out, but they were a separate entity. Yeah, TVA. <laughs> Get off their dick, okay? <laughs> so in the 1960s, TVA made a decision that due to continuous leaks that the dam should be replaced. Down the river, the Nakajak Dam was built and the Hells Bar Dam was demolished with the rem- remnants of the old power plant still standing to this day. So I hate, to tell you, I hate to tell you, Bobby. We uh we can't go to the dam. We can go to the powerhouse, but we can't go to the dam. Okay, so here's the plan. Mm-hmm. We take our, our kayaks. No. Already no. <laughs> I think you forgot the part where I said that this is a very hazardous part of the river. Uh, it can't be worse than white water reference, so yeah, we take our kayaks. <laughs> no. I'll play with the Ouija board before I do that. You already said that you would do that. Me, 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 me. So, Cox, uh, down the river, hmm. we go through the powerhouse. So, we and... scale the fucking cliff face to climb up to the powerhouse, you yes. know, from our kayaks instead of, you know, taking those perfectly nice paved roads up to it. No, that's too easy. You gotta make adventures, <laughs> you know? You gotta make memories. And we're going to have all of our recording equipment and cameras and, and EVPs and stuff like that in our backpacks while we're on the water 
and then scale a cliff face. We can have nice cameras. We can get GoPros. That were just good. <laughs> uh, we've Damn both wrong. seen plenty of their audio or their video quality, and no, they're not. <laughs> oh, I've seen plenty of GoPro footage, and it looks fantastic. Okay, let's. They're 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 not a sponsor, and after this, they're never going to be a sponsor, Bobby. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, it's because you keep dogging them. I'm trying to talk them up. You keep trying to. <laughs> Don't want their sponsorship. Wow. I'm just kidding. GoPro, get in contact with us. Uh... <laughs> Please pay us. Please pay us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so you know, by the time we get up there, we're just gonna be dead deadly tired. Our, our kayaks, you know, probably don't have anywhere to, to tie them down at. So they're just down the river. And then we're going to, you know, go to a, a ghost-infested power plant. Yeah, so which I haven't heard anything that's paranormal right now. After all this talking, all we've talked about is how we're going to build it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, the and how they missed the deadline by, you know, six years. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I gotta give you the backstory here, Bogs. I gotta give you some context. And for the final piece of context, like I mentioned in the intro, the land the dam was built on was believed to be cursed by a Native American chief after several tribes had started trading off their land for goods with the European settlers, while other lands were being taken by force. I was about to say, let me guess, it's built on an Indian burial ground, but it's not. (laughs) Yep, not necessarily a Indian burial ground as much as, you know, a curse. Sweet. Yeah, you know, casual. Small things. It's the little things in life that, you know, I've lived for. You know, like walks on the beach, you know, a rainbow after a rainy day, and Native American curses. And climbing up the side of a cliff, (laughs) to a powerhouse. You know, casual. Adventure time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna let you do that all by yourself I'll, I'll have drove my truck up to the power plant and should be looking down at you being like you got it bud I believe in you you can't do if you got a flat tire are you saying the curse is gonna do that or are you gonna pop my, my tire oh it's the curse it's not me <laughs> as as you come out to my truck with a nail <laughs> Like, don't mind me, dude. Maybe <laughs> so it's like, I'm William Knifeman. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, pat your chest, and then you just throw a knife at my truck. William <laughs> 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 Knifeman. Probably just a curse. I got possessed. I think after that, one of us would be joining the uh, the ghosts of Hell's Bar Dam. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do your own paranormal investigation forever, Bob's. Oh come on, it'd be fun. <laughs> it'd be it'd be fun to come back and visit you, hear you on the EVP. Oh, you think I'll be the one to die? Yeah, you already yeah. threw your knife. Huh? You already threw the knife. It's in my truck. So, <laughs> all right. So I, here's here's your favorite part, Bobby. We're gonna dive in to the paranormal. I'm about to die. 
While a group of paranormal <laughs> investigators from True Ghost Stories were exploring the old powerhouse, one of the members seemed to be possessed. Their counterpart took a couple of photos of them in the dark room. Each time, that member didn't even blink or squint from the flash. The investigator who appeared to be possessed was escorted outside and did not understand how he got there, nor what happened to him within that room. Well, I mean, if you flat, if you blink with the flash on, there's something wrong with you. In a, in a pitch black room, getting flash banged by a, by a camera light, I think you're yeah. gonna blink or at least squint. No, not just be wide eyed staring at it. Bet we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying it. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture of you. You're gonna do that, and I'm gonna be like, "Well, Bobby's possessed. I'm just gonna walk away." Uh. <laughs> I just grab you and start shaking you. <laughs> What are you doing? My house. My power house. I'm in your head. <laughs> yep. Yep, that one was too easy. <laughs> but yeah. It, it's interesting to right off the go of the investigation being brought into with demonic possession. Typically, you know, there's some buildup, but nope, demonic possession. Is that the only thing that's recorded there? Oh, definitely not. <gasps> oh, no. But wait, there's more. <laughs> this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So mist can be expected near water, but what if I told you that the mist around Hell's Bar Dam follows you? no matter where you go while in its vicinity. And I don't mean it's kind of moving along with as you pass by it to where normally as mist is settling around your midsection, you can kind of wave it away. But what if I said the mist did not have that ability, that it stayed even after you tried to push it away? So how do you push a mist? You know, if there's like fog around you and everything, you kind of just move your hands back and forth, kind of dispel it a little bit in your immediate vicinity. I've never had that happen. Never tried to do that, so. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's foggy. It just keeps going. Yep, just walk right through it. Can't even see my hand. Eh? It's okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> so Stones River Paranormal picked up several EVP recordings, uh, one of which calls out the name of one of their investigators. While it is a common name, being Ashley, but continued on to respond to the question if they were scared, by which it stated, why yes. Huh? Repeat that one more time. Stone River Paranormal picked up several EVP recordings, one of which calls out the name of one of the investigators. While it is a common name, that being Ashley, but continued on to respond to the question that the investigators asked if the entity was scared. And it responded by saying, why yes. So the entity was scared Mm -hmm. of Ashley. I guess so. I I don't know what Ashley looks like, but she might be a little (laughs) frightening. I'm not sure. Um, That's a huge... Shout out to Stones River Paranormal for giving us evidence, but <laughs> that's a huge. And Bobby's saying that, not me. So get in contact with me, not Bobby, if y'all ever want to pair up. Um, 
I don't know what she looks like either. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not making a great first impression here, Bobby. Okay, I'm sorry. We drink. Want to have a drink with us? That's <laughs> how <laughs> so you're going to mend the wound. Yeah, I'll have a drink with y'all, you know? <laughs> we reach out to them. We're like, guys, guys, we get it. You guys do paranormal investigations. But what if you spice it up? We think it's serious, too. Let's take it seriously in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) Better yet, you guys don't even have to get drunk. Y'all can just watch us be idiots. (laughs) Make sure we don't die. (laughs) If we get possessed, that's y'all's problem. (laughs) It's It's like infected, like the game on uh, Call of Duty Infected. Yeah. (laughs) That's your problem now. (laughs) That's your problem now. Hey, I, yep. uh, I I asked the demon um, just to tell y'all one last thing before he fully takes control. Uh, this is your problem now. <laughs> you start walking backwards, like bent over, like arched. Oh yeah, walking oh. on all fours, but like upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Head fully turned around, one eighty. Jeez. <laughs> Be a little haunting. Yeah, just a little bit. So the last piece of evidence that the SRP team did that personally I have not seen done until I watched this video was the card flip, where they set out a few cards on the edge of a table and asked if there was anything in the room with them to remove a specific card, to which that card was the only card knocked off the table. It was a pretty neat trick. Wait, so I you saw that more. cards. Mm-hmm. I never heard of this before. Mm-hmm. So you set up cards on the end of the table. Mm-hmm. Are they like fairly close together? Or they spread out a good bit. They're spread out. I mean, probably about half the size of a of a card. Okay. And then you would you would say like, if there's anybody in here with me, knock over the uh, the jack of diamonds. Hmm. And that's essentially what they asked, and that was the only card that was knocked over. And I don't mean like. It, it blew over or anything. It was because he put it on the, the, the desk or table halfway and it literally stands straight up and then just slides right down. Like someone just like flipped it down. Hmm, sweet. Yeah. So that's a pretty neat trick. I, I like, like you said, you hadn't seen it either. I haven't seen it. And I wish we, a lot more investigators did that because that's a pretty neat little, little investigation piece. So, so what does it say on the cards? They're just a normal deck of cards. And so, like, what does each card represent? It's nothing. You're just asking them to knock over that specific card. And they knocked over that specific card? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like that one a lot better than the um, than using flashlights, saying turn on the, the left flashlight or the right flashlight, stuff like that. Um, I like I like the card trick a little bit more. Take this card trick. Take this card and flip it over. Surprise, it's in my ass. Um. <laughs> gosh, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. So that that's essentially Hillsbar Dam. Of course, you know, I didn't go into the minutiae of, you know, the the small voices and, and shadow figures that can be seen because essentially that's everywhere we're going to discuss, right? I really wanted to to kind of hit on 
the the big pieces of evidence and this is a location that's not too terribly far away from both of us that i do think probably would be feasible for us to go and investigate personally yeah how far away is it for you like two and a half hours yeah yeah it's only like two hours from here so Mm -hmm. now so too bad Mm -mm. not too shabby not too shabby well uh I don't know what permissions we got to get from um, TVA and all that, but we'll figure it out. Well, I can reach out to the people I know at TVA, which is a uh, nobody, and uh, <laughs> try to figure that out. <laughs> We're starting from ground zero. <laughs> well, you know, that's life. That that is life. <laughs> well, Bobby, any final comments for Hell's Bar Dam? No, no, I'm just going to say, I gotcha, I didn't cuss. <laughs> Bobby, I was actually just about to ask if we had a damn good time. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Still in your head. <laughs> Can't get you out. You're like a disease. You're like an ear infection. I am, in fact, possessing you. Uh, what? Uh, Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, if you're uh, trying to hit up old Jason here, I'm your wingman. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, since you won't say you had a damn good time, you want to go ahead and close this out? <clears throat> sure. So... We are, well, I don't know if Jason is tonight, since it's a Monday night. He doesn't like to live a little, but uh, <laughs> I have been drinking tonight. Um, not as much as usual, but I am still my first drink. So we do ask that you do please drink responsibly. Uh, do not drink and drive. If you are uh, having to go out after uh, you've been drinking, we ask that you do please get a ride uh, or ask somebody else to get whatever you need for you and bring it to you. And they do have something called DoorDash now, so it's basically everywhere. Can't get away from it. Um, so DoorDash, if you want to sponsor us, that's another plug right there. Um, <clears throat> but we ask if your loved one are struggling with suicide or depression, we ask that you do please call the United States National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, or they do have a new number that you can dial. It's 988 Uh, Help is available 24-7. Love you guys.